Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, brought to you by TargetInternet.com. Hello and welcome back to the Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Kieran Rogers. And I'm Daniel Rolls. And today, Daniel, we're going to be sharing some tips on how to improve your Facebook organic reach. Absolutely. So, If you listen to a podcast maybe kind of six months ago, we were talking about the fact that increasingly, just because you've got a like in Facebook does not mean that anybody's going to see your content. So two factors really come into play. One is there's so much content, people are missing it and kind of scrolling past. And the other one is this algorithm that sits behind Facebook and is trying to filter that content based on relevance. So the idea is they don't want to show you stuff that's not relevant to you. So if you like something but never interact with it, never click on it, never share it, they're going to show it to you less and less. That algorithm is quite often referred to as edge rank, um, although in reality edge rank doesn't really exist. It was kind of something that people used to define this in the first place. But it, 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 the, the algorithm is a real thing, okay? Um, and there's a number of factors we'll talk about with that. What's interesting, though, is that when I've spoken about this previously, we, we've spoke about maybe a 16% organic reach. So the idea that about 16% of people or 16 out of 100 people that have liked you will ever see your content in on, the first place. On average. On average, yeah. And it will depend on the size of your page and all yeah, those kind of things yeah. as well. New stats that have come out that Ogilvy have just post um, say that actually organic reach is now at about 6%, which I think is pretty astonishing. And that, that means that if every 100 people liked you, only six of them are ever seeing your content. It's, well, it's even worse than that because it's saying that if you've got over 500,000 likes on Facebook, then actually your organic reach could be as low as two and a bit percent. So, so two out of 100 people, if you've got a very big page, are actually yeah. seeing your content. Now, let's just put this in context. Why are Facebook doing this? Well, it's about relevance is one of the key arguments, saying that they don't want to show stuff to people that isn't relevant to them because otherwise they'll stop liking things. And if people stop liking things, that's a real problem for Facebook because they've got less data. Now, the other opportunity for Facebook is if I'm a company and I'm posting content and no one sees it, I need to pay for people to see it. So there's lots of cynicism around this saying, well, they're just filtering it so you have to pay for visibility as well. Now, what's really interesting, um, Jay Bayer, uh, who's got a website called convinceandconvert.com, posted an absolutely brilliant little chart and it shows the decline in organic reach in Facebook, so how the, the percentage of organic reach, percentage of people that see your content that have liked you has gone down, is inversely proportional <laughs> to the Facebook share price. So what he's basically saying is that they, you know, they've made more and more money as more and more people have had to pay to promote their content. Now, whether that's a direct correlation or causation or anything else is up for debate. But I would say that Facebook have increased their revenues by charging for us to show our content to people over a period of time. Well, yeah. See, there are other factors at play here. Absolutely, I, I could be, agree. And we, we should be fair to Facebook. So, you know, we have to remember that there's now, you know, well over 18 million plus um, business pages all competing for space in people's um, news feeds. And um, in terms of kind of market saturation, I don't know that they're growing as rapidly as the number of businesses putting up business pages. I'd be interested to get stats on that. Yeah. But, you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a problem because actually if I'm bombarded with, with stuff, and we've talked in a previous episode about how, uh, you know, people can be overwhelmed with, with Twitter. There's just too much. And Facebook does actually a fairly brilliant job in my opinion of, of filtering out what's what's hot and what's not and what's important to you as a person based on your previous habits and, and, and history so that you don't get overwhelmed and, and that's all, all, all part of it really so actually as 
the volume of, of content and noise goes up. So they have to turn the dial down. I agree completely because the reality is there is a decline in saturated markets of people actively using Facebook because they're fed up with some of the you know, irrelevance of the content. So they've got to balance off between making money, showing relevant content and providing value to you as well. Now, I think actually with this, you go back to fundamentals and there's there's lots of stats out there that will talk about it. So Kieranus will take, through, take us through a couple of things that we should be doing to make sure we improve our organic reach. Mm. But it all comes down to relevance at the end of the day. So... Take us through a couple of those things and some of the kind of tips, and yeah. then I'll, I'll kind of talk about my opinion of it a bit as well. Okay, so the actual post type uh, that you create when you share something on your Facebook page is, is important. And actually, you know, you need to monitor what types of post types are, are resonating with your audience. I think it's good to mix things up because actually if you have a very visual stream of stuff and then occasionally pepper it with just a text post, that can really... You know, really, really leap in the results. should say as well that what the algorithm on Facebook seems to be doing is understanding the types of content that particular people like. Mm. And therefore, if I like video and I'm always looking at videos, it will show me more video posts. Yeah. So it, it's really adjusting, the algorithm adjusting what's shown to different types of users as well. So you have to monitor this stuff. And, and we've, we've done previous episodes on content calendars and what have you. And that, when it comes to social media, that's how I like to, to, to do things. I like to track everything that's going on to every single channel. And then I actually, the following week, will annotate all of the results in a, for each piece that went out on each channel, how many likes, shares, um, retweets, you know, whatever the platform is, um, did it get? And also if, if it included a link, how many people clicked onto that link and came through to the website? Because what this does is it gives you a really great view of what's hot and what's not. You get to know some really interesting things about your broad audience and you can start doing more of the stuff that they, that they like. Now that in turn will send some signals to, to Facebook because more of your audience are engaging with stuff more regularly. So they show and share more of it with those people who are engaging with it. And I think probably go as far as to start to, um, you know, pop, pop it up and share it with, with the people that those people are connected to as well. So it, it, all of this has a knock-on effect and it's so, so well worth doing. So, you know, do take a look at your post types, vary up, mixture of photos versus text um, and, and video. Um, I'm a big fan of using Facebook's native video because it becomes an object within Facebook that Facebook can measure at a level of interaction. And again, that triggers certain signals to them. And also it looks gorgeous full screen as well. It does yeah, one thing is you can embed YouTube videos, obviously, but if you actually make it into a Facebook video, you get um, you seem to get a lot more engagement with those yeah. because the, the the way it's streamed through and some of the interactive elements that you can have as well. You know, you, you do need to pay attention each week to stuff that's been reported as spam um, and has had kind of complaints or people have unliked your page. Um, so you have to take a close look at that because Facebook's using that to, to, to really work out, you know, an overall pattern of page popularity and, and content popularity. And it, actually any piece of content that you get that, that triggers those kind of more negative responses, it, it's never going to do as well. Uh, I've certainly noticed that within the stats. We've noticed actually as well, we were keeping an, an eye on our, our kind of like numbers uh, and the reality is that when people start to unlike your page, when you're actually posting too regularly, that has a knock-on impact on all your other content mm. that is shown less mm. because obviously the overalls are being looked at. One thing I thought was really interesting was that if you as a user are clicking on lots of ads on a particular topic or from a particular business, you're more likely to be shown their organic content yeah. as well. Yeah. Now, that's quite interesting to me because if you look at Google, um, you spend a million pounds a month on AdWords it won't have any direct impact on what's happening in organic search. Okay, there'll be indirect impacts potentially, but there's no direct 
kind of connection between the two things. Whereas with this, if you spend money on advertising and people start clicking on it, they're more likely to see organic content as well. So it's quite an interesting situation. I think that's fair. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong no. with that. But the, everything within Facebook exists as an object. So your page is an object and stuff that you share is an object. And, you know, what, what Facebook system attempts to do is to, to, to work out everything, every object's relationship with every other object. And so if you, you know, what I found is that if you're posting up content, um, and looking at the organic results and, and measuring it each week, as I've, I've suggested you do, and you can measure it real time even even better, but most businesses don't necessarily have the resources to do that. Um, then you you build up a picture of what's hot and, and what's not. And what I found is that when you find something that's resonated with your audience, um, and this can be done over quite a short space of time, so maybe you post something out and after two, three hours, you see that there's a significantly higher level of interaction from, from your fans um, than the, the general average for the page that's a really great time to to actually give give that that piece of content a bit of a boost uh with some with some paid for advertising because what happens is you then get a following wind of more people seeing it yeah so let's say we take this uh research at value and only only six percent of your audience have, have seen this if you pay facebook money to to you know push it push it out there and get a wider audience actually potentially it can be shown to Four, five, six thousand people, whereas previously it's only been shown to a couple, couple of hundred. Um, and actually, that that only costs a, a small amount. I think the minimum is kind of five dollars uh, within that. But interestingly, once you do that, once you repulse it and get more interactions, so there's a following wind on your organic uh, interactions and they start to grow as well. So by boosting things that are resonating with your natural audience, you can inadvertently boost the natural audience even, even further and reach more people. And what's really fascinating is that if you do this regularly enough... The, the the aspect of Facebook's algorithm, which looks at well, how recently have all these people interacted with that particular business um, a, a, over a, a, a time? They're going to see an in, you're going to see an increase in that. And actually, what you'll actually start to do is to increase your reach within Facebook by by following the, these recommended best practices. I think it's an interesting point that this using this paid audience to grow your organic audience is obviously really important. But the point that, that Kira makes about boosting content that's actually working rather than stuff that's not working. And I think that's probably the most important point is that what a lot of people do, they'll post something up and go, that doesn't work, right, we need to boost it. It didn't get any organic kind of engagement. Now, there's probably a reason for that. Now, you need to look at how many people are actually seeing it. But what I would say is rather than going through and boosting the things that are doing least well, put things out, you'll get a certain level of organic engagement, pick out the things that are doing well, then boost those. And it's kind of the opposite of what I would say 99% of organisations are doing at the moment. Yeah because then that will give you a lot more amplification. That improves your kind of view from the algorithm at Facebook point of view and everything else tends to amplify. I would I always would go back to basic this as well. It is going to become increasingly hard for you to have your Facebook content organically showing up, but there are brands that are still getting 60, 70, 80% organic reach, okay? How do they do that? They post stuff that's relevant to their target audience, basically. And they'll be monitoring this and they'll be checking that it's resonating and it's, it's having a desired... Um, effect um, and and remember when Facebook measures interactions between different objects, i.e., um, people and, and pages, it's constantly looking at the the time span. So over time, and actually, it's been shown that this time decay is quite a quick thing. You know, over forty eight to thirty six hours, uh, you can go from seeing everything that a brand's posting to you know just occasional occasional posts. Um, it's really important. So you, you have to play the game. You have to constantly put out 
content that's good, content that matters, content that that stimulates people in in the right way. And and, and when you get those those stimulations, you know, constant interaction and forward and backwards interactions um, can have an even bigger effect on your relationship with those individuals. And it's not just the relationship, it's how Facebook views that relationship. So I've, I've been on the digital marketing podcast page and I've posted up comments and Daniel's come back to me quite quickly and posted comments back and I've gone back to him. You know, in Facebook's terms, we're we're almost joined at the hip now. You know, it, it, this is a really strong relationship. And I'll for the next couple of days, I'll see everything that Daniel posts um, through Facebook. And if you want to test this out, you know, go 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 do it. You know, look up a someone you haven't met for thirty years, and you're maybe at school with them, and and just kind of make a few comments and and interact with their stuff, and watch how everything they post for the next few days is going to end up in your feed. And then as you decline and and don't interact with that, they'll just kind of disappear. That's that's how it works. You just have to understand that and, and play the game. Yeah, and I think it's important as well. You know, you're posting relevant, engaging content. Make sure you are nurturing and engaging with your advocates, people that say nice things, mm. respond to them, engage with them over a period of time. And again, that has an impact as well. So back to basics, the right content for the right people at the right time. Keep up the pace in which you're posting content. Engage with your audience, reward them for engaging with you. And that's what's going to push you up and make you have greater reach within the organic post that you put through Facebook. And do some cool stuff. Do some fun stuff. Stop obsessing about selling because that just becomes boring. Uh, you, you can have a bit of that, sure. That's all a part of the the, the, the fun of it. But, um, but do stuff that your audience absolutely love. And actually, Facebook will reward you for that. So good luck with all your Facebook marketing efforts. And we'll see you again on the Digital Marketing Podcast. for listening to another episode of the digital marketing podcast brought to you by target internet if you'd like to get more information on the show get hold of back issues of this podcast or get details on any of the links we've mentioned please visit our website at www.targetinternet.com if you've enjoyed the show we would love to read your feedback please rate us in itunes or even better write us a review or if you have any questions please get in touch we'd love to help